Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I am Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted that you could join us this evening. It is the 10th of August, and I'm back in Birmingham. I was at a funeral in Ohio yesterday, second one in a month in Columbus, and uh, did the show from there. Interestingly enough, a a couple of really extraordinary things happened at that funeral that I wanted to share with all of you. First of all, this was a gal who died at 53, friend of the family, daughter of friends of the family. I I actually used to babysit her and her five siblings, um, which was hilarious at the at the, at the visitation hours when they all said, oh, my God, she used to babysit us. It was, it was really funny. But two things in particular that struck me as really extraordinary. First of all, her name was Erin. She died of lung cancer. She never smoked. She was diagnosed 10 months ago. And so it was really sudden and really awful for her family. But the one thing that I thought was really interesting about all this is, you know how I'm always talking about pets and um, how our pets' spirits are always around us? Her dog died the day before she did. I'd never heard of that before. I I thought that was just amazing when I was told that at the visitation. The other thing that was interesting was when I'm in the um, church or at the funeral or memorial service, I, if there's a casket there, I always see the person who's died, their spirit floats over the casket. And in this funeral, it was in a big Catholic church, and the funeral was up at the front right next to the altar. And so her spirit was floating over the casket. She had on a long white um, robe, I would say, like a long white gown. And it reminds me of what angels wear when I see angels. But she had two infant spirits that were floating on either side of her. And those were babies that her mother had miscarried. Now, mind you, she had six kids. So she had two miscarriages at some point um, when she was having all those babies. And so her sibling spirits, those spirits of those miscarried babies were there. The other thing that was really extraordinary that I've never seen before was there was an arch of angels and these were cherubs that were over her and it was a u-shaped arch that were over her that these um uh cherubs were over her and it was above the casket and it was amazing there were probably i would say close to 30 cherubs that were floating overhead i have never seen that before ever and so i thought well i need to do some investigative work here and figure out what that meant so what I got was um, 
the um, the cherubs, interestingly enough, are called putti in Italian, and Erin loved all things Italian, especially these cherubs. And she first saw them, and they became really special to her when she was in college and spent a year studying in Rome. And she went into the Sistine Chapel at the Vatican, and Mac- Michelangelo has painted these cherubs apparently all over the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. I've just seen pictures of her, of it, but I haven't been there myself yet. The other thing was, um, when I was telling her sister about it, she said that Erin was really all about these cherubs. She said she had them all over her home. And so I looked them up. And what I learned was that they're considered to be spiritual guardians, and they represent holy innocence, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know what that meant. But... um, but anyways, that's what I got from that. So that was really extraordinary. Um, again, unlike anything that I'd ever seen before at a funeral or at any other time. And I just wanted to share that with you. We have a bunch of callers this evening. So let's go ahead and go to the phones. And I believe our first caller is Linda. Hi, Linda. Are you with us? Yes, this is Linda. Uh, I live Hi, in Birmingham. Linda. Hi, Linda. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing better. I've been having problems with my shoulder, and they're trying to tell me I need shoulder surgery. It's completely torn and all that stuff. But um, anyway, I'm just I'm supposed to be having surgery soon, and I've been trying all the alternatives, trying to get it fixed or temporary cortisone, you know, all this acupuncture, and it's just, and I wait tables for a living, therefore I can't make a living or do anything right now because I'm injured and I can't lift my arm. I'm right-handed and it's, it's, you know, it's pretty major. So anyway, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, is the surgery going to help me? Am I going to be okay? I mean, I guess it's necessary because I don't, I don't know, have any other alternative here, what to do. Okay. Let me see what I can figure out for you. What I'm going to do, Linda, is I'm going to connect to you energetically. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, what that means is that I just raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. When our spirits are out of our bodies, we vibrate at a faster rate than when our spirits are in our bodies, when we're in human form, simply because the body has mass. So what I'm going to do is it takes me a nanosecond, Linda. I'm going to raise my vibrational level and I'm, my eyes are closed. It's like I got a big screen TV in my head and I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in my office in Birmingham. So it won't go very far okay. to yeah, find okay. you. It, it's going to hook into you and then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and okay. I'm going to, let me mute this person that just joined us. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to see what comes up. Okay, and then I'm just going to report to you what I see. I don't edit what I get because I believe, who in the heck am I to decide what you need to hear? I'm just the messenger. Okay, and sometimes too, Linda, it, it sounds really wacky, but sometimes the energy goes someplace that we don't imagine it's going to go first. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while I'll have somebody say, my left knee's killing me and the energy will go to their right elbow or something completely yeah, yeah. unrelated. Yeah. So, all right. So here we go. Here's the energy heading from me here. Okay, got you. Shooting energy. All right. Okay, your right shoulder is really inflamed. Let me get that down. Calm down. What inflammation looks like to me, Linda and everybody, is it just looks like red fog. But imagine dry fog. 
um, mm-hmm. the kind of fog that you'd see like on a stage, you know, where a band was performing or a, the fog that people run through when they go onto the football field. Yeah. You know, here at Sweet Home Alabama, we see that kind of thing a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyways, all right. So, I'm getting down. It looks to me like you've got a rotator cuff tear, girl. I if I'm look, If I'm looking at your arm straight on, it's mm-hmm. in really close to about the 12 o'clock position if I'm looking at the face of a clock. Yeah, so, 11, 12 o'clock. That's what the MRI yeah. was saying. Yeah, that's where I'm seeing it. Okay, it's a pretty good tear. It's not completely torn, but it's pretty close. So what I'm watching happen is I'm watching it get sutured, just like Mm -hmm. they're going to do to it in surgery. I've been in many, many, many of those surgeries because I've invented orthopedic surgery devices, Linda. And so Mm -hmm. I've been in, you know, a bazillion surgeries over the years. So I'm watching it get stitched, and then there's a patch on it. Okay, so here's the question, and you can ask this yourself on any issue. Is it in my best interest too? And you finish the sentence. So let's ask, and the more specific you can get, the better the answer, the more accurate the answer is going to be. So let's ask the question. It's the, the answer is the first thing that pops into your head, like as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a second or two, that's your brain answering you. But God, the universe, spirits, your spirit guides, your deceased loved ones, everybody's going to give you an answer. But it's best if you preface it, in, is it in my best interest too? Because that encompasses all the variables that are out there. Okay, so is it in Linda's best interest so, to have rotator cuff surgery? surgery. What's the first yeah. thing that comes in your head? I'm thinking yes. I get it's a yes. Of, yeah. I get a yes as well. Yeah. So is it in Linda's best interest to continue with physical therapy before surgery? What's the first thing that comes into your head? Yes. So I'll be, so I'll know what to expect. I get the, I got a yes on that as well. And I've already done three. Like I said, I did one acupuncture and then I did the second opinion, did the cortisone shot, which that made it just worse that night before. I couldn't even sleep. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. I couldn't even move my arm at all. It went back to square one. Yeah. Well, uh, what I saw happen was that tear start to get repaired already energetically. You're going to breeze through it. You're going to be great. So call back in when you're done and tell us how good you feel. Okay. I believe it'll go go really well and I believe you'll heal completely from it. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. right. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see who our next caller. Our next caller, I believe, is Robert. Hi, Robert. Are you with us? Oh, hi, Julie. Hi, Robert. Where are you calling us from? Well, we're calling from the uh, state of Michigan. We're on our way back from funeral, and we live in uh, the Ann Arbor area. I'm sure you're familiar with that city. Oh, but, gosh. Uh, <laughs> you know, let me, tell you, let me tell you something funny about Ann Arbor. Everybody, I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University. And Robert, let me tell you something about the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. I've been to several games there, and it's fabulous. It's really fun. But I, own, I know the words to um, the Michigan fight song, but I only know the bad words. And if I sang them for you, I'd have to go to confession. So I can't do that. Okay. For sure. After all these decades, I only remember the bad words to the Michigan fight song. So for those of you that aren't football fans, Ohio State and Michigan are arch rivals. So anyways, do you have a question for me? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I have my wife, Kelly, here. We're driving back to Ann Arbor, and we've listened to your show. For new listeners, 
you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Hi, my, my Hi Kelly. Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi, girl. Uh, we both uh, teach hot yoga, and uh, we both have regular jobs as well. But I was wondering if you could kind of scan me uh, over a little bit to feeling today and see what you're seeing uh, in the body. Yeah. Are you having some symptoms in a certain area, or...? Uh, I just have general, um, like, it feels like inflammation um, once in a while, but uh, I didn't know if maybe I could modify my diet a little bit, maybe try to get things feeling a little bit better. Okay. I didn't, I didn't quite understand what you said. You have something every once in a while. Uh, the, the inflammation thing. Oh, inflammation. Okay. Important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me get you on my radar, and my radar works even with moving targets, so since you're driving, it won't matter. <laughs> so, so here we go. Oh, wow. Here goes my radar. And, and by the way, I turn this on and off at will. I don't walk around scanning people, Robert and Kelly, because, you know, first of all, it would be unethical, I think. Second of all, it's really none of my business. And thirdly, I don't really want to know. Can you imagine being in a big crowd and getting all this information on people? That would be just ridiculous. So, okay, so here comes the laser beam. Okay, I've got you. Interesting. Laser beam hooked into you from behind. So that's interesting. Normally when I hook into people, I shoot energy through the, from their feet up through the top of their head in the front, but yours is in, okay, lower back, I'm seeing inflammation, lower back on the left. Um, what's going on with that? You've got a little bit of a, little bit of a bulging disc thing happening. You having any pain back there? Um, occasionally I'll have some pain, but uh, I do see the chiropractor on a regular basis. And okay. And yoga helps tremendously. Yeah. What I, okay, what I'm doing is I'm watching the vertebrae that are pressing on that disc. I'm watching them get propped up, Robert, and I'm watching that disc get put back in place. I see this happen all the time with energetic healings. And then there's this kind of really fine fishnet, if you can imagine, that gets put over the edge where that disc is bulging out, and it keeps it in place. So um, okay. the... I see these props that prop up the vertebrae, and they look like, have you ever seen a, a box spring commercial, like when they're selling a mattress and box spring, that they're these little springs that are covered in fabric. They're kind of short. I know you've yeah. seen pictures of that. That's what these, these little energetic um, supports look like when I see them in the vertebrae. The other thing I'm getting is that do you – do the headstands in yoga? I mean, are you that advanced that you can do the stand upside down uh, yeah. or put your put your feet yeah, next to a? Uh... Okay. Okay. Can you do the handstand with your feet propped up against the wall? Yeah, I also have okay. one of those inverted. Oh, that was my that. Perfect. That's the next thing I was going to say. If you can't do that, get an inversion table. I'm getting that that traction will really help with that. But you've got to be head down. Okay? Your whole body's got to be inverted. Yep. So if you've got an inversion table, use it. That would be really good. Okay. 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 All right. Well, thanks for calling in, and be safe driving. 
All right, Julie, thank you very get, much. Get ready for the invasion of the Buckeyes. Oh, no, they're coming to town this year. I know it. I know. Get ready. Yep. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Um, Bye-bye. Okay, I'll tell the phone the next show, maybe. Okay. Terrific. Thanks, guys. Bye, Kelly. All righty. Let's see who our next caller is. I believe our next caller is uh, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Cindy, are you there? Hello? Yes, actually, I am. This is actually Marcy, Cindy's friend. Hi, Marcy. Hi. Okay, listen, my question was, and we're sitting here, and I'm sorry it may be loud, but we're sitting here, and my question was, was I am actually thinking about giving a kidney to a dear friend of mine, and um, I'm looking to see if this would be a good thing for me. Okay. Where are you calling from, Marcy? I'm actually calling from Nashville. Okay. Terrific. Sounds like you're in a restaurant. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Okay, good. A good one? <laughs> yes, it actually is. Cindy and I are here. Okay, yes. terrific. All right. So, you know how this goes. You heard me talk, talking to Linda, our first caller, about it. Is it in my best interest, too? That encompasses all the variables for future events because there's so many variables in future events like your free will, somebody else's free will, you know, the doctors, the, the hospital, the whatever. And um, so that encompasses all variables for things in the future. So let's ask questions together. Spirits are crazy literal. So let's be really specific about the questions that we ask. And then it's going to be the first thing that pops into your head. It's going to be your answer. And we can refine it down from there. So let's do it together okay. and see what we get. Okay. So is it in Marcy's best interest to donate a kidney to her friend? What's the first thing you get? Yes. I get a no. I got a no. So okay. let's, let's be more specific. Will Marcy uh, suffer medically? Will it, let's see. I'm trying to think of reasons why it's not a good idea for you to, to donate. Um, will Marcy have medical issues herself if she donates a kidney? So first thing that pops in your head. Uh, I think it's fine. I'm healthy. Okay. I got a yes, that you're going to have medical issues with it. That's, now, that's what I'm getting at this moment in time. Okay. Okay. That can change. Let's ask one more, you know, specific question. If Marcy donates a kidney, will she, to her friend, will she regret it because of the ramifications to her own body? I'm getting a yes before the question's even out, Marcy. Wow. Okay. I've tried okay. this. I've tried this. I've tried this for about six months, and we've done different tests. And mm-hmm. I've been going back and forth on the test, and some come back positive, some come back negative. So that's that's my fight. Well, I think too. Again, that's why I like to ask questions. Is it in my best interest? Because there are about a bazillion different scenarios that can happen. You know, with you donating a kidney and. And obviously, that's an amazing thing, amazingly generous thing for you to do for your friend. But based on those three questions that I asked, at this moment in time, I'm getting it's not in your best interest to do that. Now, that could change, perhaps. But right now, I'm getting, I'm getting a no on that. It's not in your best interest. 
Okay. okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. Enjoy your okay. dinner. Thanks for calling. Thank, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who else we got. We got Susie. Hi, Susie. Susie, are you there? Susie, get your phone off mute. Hello, hello. Well, I'll come back. Maybe we'll we'll talk to her another time. I think our next person is Wanda. Hi, Wanda. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing good, thanks. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Colorado. Okay, terrific. Well, what's going on out there? Well, we're watching the game right now. <laughs> Actually, Steve and Carol came up with a question, so I'm going to let him go if that's okay. Okay, sure. Hi, Steve. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. I read your book, and I have oh. more of a general question than anything specific about my, my health. Okay. Um, when you go through and use your energy to help with medical conditions or even solve medical conditions, are there any limitations involved with that? Or can, can you have success against cancer as well as rotator cuff problems? <laughs> limitations as far as what I see and what I see the energy work on? Yes. No, there aren't any, Steve. Great question. I have even... now. Remember, I'm an inventor of surgery devices, surgical devices that are sold throughout the world. So I spent 30 plus years in, in and out of surgery of all kind. And, and I have even in healings, energetic healings, I've even seen organ transplants happen where the, the um, resulting films like an MRI or a CT scan or something changed. And there's even a story about it. Um, on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, where one in particular that comes to mind was of a little four-year-old girl who was having kidney problems and looked like she was going to need a transplant. And I watched a transplant happen energetically in my mind's eye. And it affected what her films were the next time she went in, like a week later. And the doctors were really perplexed. And they said, well, do we need to redo the films or what? And they did a couple of times, and they all matched, but they didn't match the original series of films. And to this day, she's now 20, and she hasn't had any problems since. So was that me? No. I'm the conduit. I'm the messenger. I'm the, you know, I'm the, not the source, certainly, but I'm, I'm a facilitator. So okay. to, to, to answer your question, no. That was kind of a long-winded answer to your question. Did that did that work though? Yeah, that pretty much worked. And the and the process for you to help an individual, do they need to connect with you so you can see what's going on and try to direct energy to that particular problem? Not necessarily, but it it stems into what I was mentioning before. I think it was to Marcy, our last caller, that I I don't ever scan anybody without their permission. Uh, because it's an ethical thing for me. So what I'll do is if the person is on the phone with me or they send me an email or something like that, I'll connect in with them because I have their permission. Or if somebody somebody contacts me and they say, can you scan my daughter or my child or my dad or whomever, then I will connect to that other person 
that they want me to scan through the person that's doing the requesting, but I will ask that person telepathically for permission to scan them. And sometimes okay. I don't get permission, and if I don't get permission, I don't scan them. Because I believe it's an invasion of privacy. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, great question. The question I have is, how, how do you see the Broncos doing this year? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't. So, to, I don't interpret that. <laughs> so, so let's let's practice what we've been talking about at this moment in time. You know, is it in at this moment in time? Will the Broncos win the Super Bowl? What's the first yeah. thing that pops into your head? You get a yes. I got a no. Hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> oh, darn. But at this at this moment in time, the season hasn't even started yet. So, ask me again when it's getting closer to the end of the season, and and I'm sure that that okay. that uh, answer may change. I'd be happy. Okay. To make- <laughs> we will okay. take up your valuable time with football talk. So. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for calling in, you guys. Okay. See you later. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, fun. Fun question. All right. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. I don't expect you to remember all that information. So there are three places you can find it. The first one is on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all this call-in information and the times for the different time zones. The second place is... If you, wherever you download your podcasts, if you look in the description of the individual podcast, I've got all this number, this information on there. And then the third place is uh, subscribe to my blog. And I send out a question that somebody has submitted online and I answer that question. And in the body of the email is all of this call-in information as well. So I love it when you call in. It makes it more fun for everybody. And, uh, and I think everybody benefits by the questions because people invariably have some of the same questions and, and we get a lot of them answered all at the same time. So that works out, works out well. Also, when, it, when you're on my website, sign up for the, the blog and sign up for an, a, a consult, an appointment. And then we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive and discuss whatever it is you want to talk about. So I'd like to tell people I'm a buffet of psychicness. So we could scan you, scan your dog, scan your loved ones, talk to deceased loved ones. We can do future stuff. We can do past life stuff. I mean, it, it makes it really fun. And so we can do all of the above if you want to. Well, speaking of questions submitted online, here's one from Chrissy, and Chrissy lives in Midland, Michigan. So, Robert and Kelly, she's one of your people. All right, she said, Hi, Julie, my question has to do with a horrible accident that happened the other night. My dogs and I have been staying with my son while our house is being repaired after a fire. He has an electric fence to keep the dogs contained. I've been training my dog, Bella, with a leash, and she was doing great, so I decided to let her off the leash because I thought she was ready. Unfortunately, Bella ran through the fence, was hit by a car, and killed. My heart is completely broken. The guilt I feel in knowing I'm responsible and the sound of listening to my son screaming as he was chasing her down the road until I heard the crash is just unbearable. 
I was hoping you could tell me if Bella's okay. Did she suffer? Do my other dogs miss her? Does she forgive me for not protecting her? Should I stop using the electric collar for my son's dog, Maggie? And most importantly, is there anything I can do to help my son? He puts on a brave face, but I know he's feeling terrible and he can't get the image out of his head. I don't expect you to answer all of these questions, but if you could choose what you think would be most helpful, it would be great. I plan on scheduling a one-on-one as soon as I'm able. So here's my response. Oh, Chrissy, I am so sorry about Bella and can only imagine the grief you're experiencing. In order to get some answers for you, I connected with you and through you with Bella. Here's what she said. First, Bella's in non-physical or spirit form, and she is absolutely fabulous. Bella doesn't want you to be sad because it was her decision when and how she died. Bella chose that way because it was instant and painless. She wants you to know she did not suffer. Bella said she didn't want to hold you down and believed it was best for you to be flexible without having to care for her. I assume you know what that means, Chrissy, hold you down. I mean, that could mean a million things, but... That's what she told me. She thinks it's a good idea to continue to use the electric fence with your son's dog, Maggie. She just wants you to turn up the electric shock feature to deter her from leaving the yard. Regarding your son, Bella wants you to tell him that all animals, including humans, decide when, where, and how they die. It's all part of the master plan. She also wants you both to watch the movie, A Dog's Purpose. She believes the story slash movie will comfort you. And you should be able to get that either um, at Redbox or um, get it on Netflix or the library may even have it. You, you might even be able to rent a DV- or get a DVD from the library and that is called A Dog's Purpose. And lastly, Bella wants you to know she's always around you. She also said if you think you hear her, you're right. It's how she lets you know she's nearby. Now, a couple of comments from me on this, extra comments. First of all, pets are always around us, always, always, always. They, in spirit form, after they die, they're around us for the rest of our lives. And um, I, when I was in Columbus last week, I had lunch with my Aunt Fran, whose husband, my Uncle Dick, just died a month ago. And we were laughing at lunch because I reminded her that when I was scanning him, when he was dying, there were all these dead English sheepdog spirits that were around him. And they used to breed English sheepdogs when we were little, when I was a little kid. But I had forgotten about the sheepdogs. But, boy, they were all there. Um, you know, as my Uncle Dick was dying, it was just, it, it just cracked me up. And it made her laugh and made everybody feel good. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is, if you go on my website, Again, it's AskJulieRyan.com, and you click on the tab that says the 12 phases of transition, you will see graphics of what somebody goes through as they're dying, the position of angels, deceased loved ones, and their pet spirits. And the pet spirits show up in phase seven. So you'll see all of that on the, on the website under the 12 phases of transition. And uh, also you can read about it in my new book, Angelic Attendance, if you want to go get one of those. I'd love that. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, 
are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. So anyways, let's go back to the phone. And I believe our next caller is... Douglas. Hi, Douglas. Are you with us? Hello. Hello, hello. I can hear movement. Are, is your phone on um, on mute? Oh, okay. Well, I'll come back. Then our next person is Julie. Hi, Julie. Yeah, I'm from Nebraska. And that's why I wasn't Hi. recognizing it because you were saying my husband's name. <laughs> so, oh, good. Okay. Is, so I've got a couple questions, and I don't know yes, if you have time yeah. for both of them. But first of all, um, do you scan people energetically for emotional yes. hardships? Sure. Sure. What's going on? Um, I'm recovering. Trying to get better with a broken heart. My husband okay. had, had an ongoing affair for three years. Okay. No. It has been three years today oh. that I found out. Oh. Okay. And so how may I help you? What would, what would you like to ask? We're still together. Okay. But I don't know how to how to heal so that we can move forward with a healthy healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling I guess I just I need some tools. I feel like it doesn't matter what I do or how hard I try, I feel like I'm stuck. Mhm. Okay. Stuck because you can't forgive him, stuck because what? Of the hurt. Of the heart. Okay. Like I know, I know too many details. And yeah. Okay. All right. I think uh, this probably would be a great opportunity to do a private consult because I think there's a lot there. If there's if if that went on for three years and and it's and you're trying to heal, so you know we can do lots of stuff. Um, energetically, but I'd rather do a one-on-one on that. Okay. So if you go to my site, you'll see book an appointment, and I think that would be the best thing to do, Julie, because I've worked with several people on this, but it's it's multifaceted, and, and I just don't think that we're going to have the time um, this evening on the show to do it. But I'll be delighted to work with you, and I promise you that um, – that we can give you, I can give you some tools and make some suggestions and and send you to some resources that can help because I can tell you're in pain, girl. So, okay. The one thing that I will mention tonight, though, um, before I let you go, is be really clean in your eating. Okay. 
I want you to go to, go to bulletproofexec.com forward slash diet, D-I-E-T. Okay, just like it sounds, bulletproofexec.com slash diet. There's a food chart there. You can download it for free, Julie. Eat what's on that. Try and eat okay. organic as, as much as you can. Try and eat grass-fed meat, you know, um, pastured pork. That means pork that's not raised in a, in a confined space, you know, eat okay. moldy grain. You know, try and do that because that's going to help your brain chemicals and your brain levels, your hormone levels. It's going to help them. So it'll give you like a level playing field. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the other thing I want you to do is I want you to go to Amen, like Amen at the end of a prayer. Go to Amen, A-M-E-N, clinics.com and look through that website. And you're going to learn some different things about different parts of the brain and how they function. And when I scan you, I'll be able to tell which ones are functioning properly or not. Okay. Okay. And then, and then we can work to help get those moving in the right direction. But those are two so, things you can do in the interim before we do a private consult. Okay. good. Okay. Thanks for calling. Hang in there. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. Who else do we have? We've got somebody from um, the 308 area code. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi there. This is Julie. Who's this? Hi, Julie. My name is Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Where are you calling us from? Hi. Um, Wyoming. Well, terrific. What's happening out there? Oh, it's a beautiful day today. Um, 70 degree weather and just enjoying it. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, Well, Well, yeah, enjoy it before you're knee deep in snow, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) My first job out of school was in South Dakota, so I know all about that knee deep in snow thing because you're that Wyoming is right next door. So yeah, we, do you have a, we had, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm sure you, you get tons of that where you live. Yes, absolutely. And lots of wind. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Well, how may I help you? Well, I have been having some health issues and I'm just okay. wondering if you could, I don't know if you can scan me now or if, if I have a question of what I'm doing right now is helping Okay. Well, yeah. You want me to get you on my radar and see what comes up? Did you want to mention anything in particular you want me to focus on? Um, thyroid, okay. and, um, which, which in turn causes anxiety. So I okay. was, you know, just those two things basically. Okay. All right. So here goes my laser beam from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, and it is going northwest to you in Wyoming. Okay, got you. All right, you've got, um, has anybody told you you've got a nodule on your thyroid? Um, yes. Okay, yes. yeah, I can see it. All right, let me, let me see if we can get that removed, first of all. All right, so what I'm watching happen is I'm watching it get lasered off, kind of like if you, if you take a wire that's hot and you just slice you know, at the base yes. of yes. where the nodule is. Okay, so now I'm watching that um, space where that that nodule was taken off. I'm watching that get bandaged with energetic bandages. And the stuff that I see, Sandy, is so cool because it looks like if you look at a piece of gauze, and you know mm-hmm. the uh, you know how the fibers go vertically and then they go horizontally, so you can see how it's woven. 
yeah. on a piece of gauze. That's what I see in my head. And there are these hair thin blue lines that I mm-hmm. can see get woven in place for a patch. It's an energetic patch. And I've been told that it's Einstein's string theory is what I'm seeing. I said, okay, wow. sounds, sounds good, but I've been seeing yeah. it all these years. I didn't know there was a name yeah. for it. But um, that's being put on where that nodule was removed. Okay, so yeah, it's like your thyroid's um, operating on about, instead of 100%, it's operating at about 5% right yeah. now. Um, so let me see if I can get, how old are you, Sandy? I'm 45. All right. And are I, you on any, go ahead. I'm sorry, I have Hashimoto's, which um, okay. makes my thyroid antibodies very, very high. And so that's kind of what gets my system all out of whack. And so if I could get those, um, those antibodies down, I, would, I know I would feel so much better. Okay. A couple of things come to mind. First, first of all, as I just mentioned to Julie, go to amenclinics.com. Like, okay. Amen. Amen, sister. Okay. Amen. A-M-E-N. <laughs> amenclinics.com. Read about thyroid dysfunction there. I want you to okay. go, like I said to Julie, go to bulletproofexec.com slash diet. Download okay. the food chart. It's free. Eat what's on there. Also, when you're on bulletproof.com, I want you to, to um, do a search on Hashimoto's because he's had the – Dave Asprey is the guy who's the bulletproof exec guy. Okay. He's had several podcasts that are right up your alley that you're going to learn a lot. And right. he's, got, he's got the transcripts on those. Um, okay. So if you don't want to listen to the podcast for an hour, you can read the transcripts in about you know five minutes or something. Okay. So check that out. The other thing is I want you to consider going to a functional medicine doctor okay. who, who can help you with this. Um, and the best place to find one, Sandy, is to the Institute of Functional Medicine. And if you go to functionalmedicine.org, Okay. And in the right top right menu, you'll see find a practitioner. And if you put in your zip code, it will show you who all the doctors are within a whatever radius. And okay. you may need you may need to go. I don't know where in Wyoming you are, but you know you may need to yeah. go to a a little bit bigger city. But who knows? You may lock it luck out yeah. and find, find one really close by. But okay. um. Do you know what a functional? Do you know about functional medicine yes. doctors? Okay, good. For those of you listening that don't, a functional medicine doctor is an MD or a DO, an osteopath, and what they do is they're going to treat the body as a whole system, and they'll reverse engineer symptoms to find the cause and to help help you heal your body. So instead of like going to an ENT for your sinus infection and an orth and you know like a GI guy for your stomach problems and stuff, this person will treat everything. The other reason I want you to go see a functional medicine doctor Sandy is I think you're in perimenopause. Yes. And and I yeah, you're having symptoms, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. That's what I can see. So I think what what will happen is you need to have a symphony of hormones put together, okay. kind okay. of like, you know, the knee bone connects to the leg bone that connects to the hip bone, <laughs> yes. kind of a thing. So yeah. your hormones, like your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, you need to take those, and they're going to contribute to the symphony of the thyroid because they all work in conjunction, 
with one okay. another. The okay. good news about that is it's going to help your heart stay healthy. It's going to help your brain stay healthy. It's going to help your bones stay healthy. You know, okay. so, so, um, the thing that worries me with hormones is, is there more, are you more apt to get cancer or is that, does that help keep it away? The, the bioidentical hormones, which is what a functional medicine doctor will recommend, they okay. match exactly the molecular construction of what the body manufactures when we're young and fertile. Yes. You know, when we're pumping out babies in our 20s and 30s. The yeah. pharmaceutical hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so that their formulas can be patented. Yeah. And most of those come from pregnant horse mare urine. Right. So when those hormones go into the body, the body's going, what the heck is this? And it <laughs> fights it. So a yeah. couple of books that you can read about this to educate yourself are um, anything by Suzanne Somers, the actress. Okay. Yep. Ageless is a really good one. The Sexy Years, is, are, those are really good books. And she interviews some of the top minds in this around the world. She does a tremendous job with that. Okay. So get one of her books. And then the other one is Dr. Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P-M-D. And she okay. has one called The Wisdom of Menopause. Okay. And she's like, uh, you know, she's like the godmother of bioidentical <laughs> hormones in educating us about them. So, um, so you've got lots of homework there, girl. But it's, yeah, all fun. It, it's all fun homework and it'll help you feel better. That's great. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Thank you Take so care. Much. You bet. Uh-huh, you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who we got next. Musa. Hi, Musa. Hi, Julie. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from uh, Windsor Locks, Connecticut. What's happening up there? Not a whole lot. Beautiful day. Well, good. Enjoying a, enjoying a day with my wife and my family. Terrific. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Yes, I do have a question. Um my wife was thinking about starting a business yeah. here. We just moved here from Indiana recently. Right. And uh, she wants to know if it's a good time for her. Is it in her best interest to start a a, uh, a nanny business at this time? Oh. Did she ask the question and what she get? Aha. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Julie. This is Bridget. Hi there. How are you? Hi, Bridget. Great. How are you doing? I'm good. I just want to congratulate your grandson. I follow you on Instagram, and I saw oh, that he's going to thank the... Thank you. Well, thank you. Well, so good luck to him. He did, actually. Thanks so much. He, um, For those of you that don't know what Bridget is talking about, my 10-year-old grandson, Max Ryan, that's his middle name, named after me, the w- wicked step-grandmother. I thought that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> he, uh, his 10-year-old Little League team went to the World Series. And unfortunately, Bridget, Bridget they got beat last night. But, um, oh. but they made it to the Final Four, and he's got a trophy and a medal and a plaque and I don't know what all. So we went to watch him and he he was so cute mm-hmm. so thank you so much for mentioning that oh yeah congrats to him um thanks you tell me about this nanny business. well thanks 
Well, uh, yeah, I asked, and I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just getting mixed signals because I'm nervous about it. So okay. that's why I wanted to get a second opinion. Like, I really want to do it, but, you know, there's always that little doubt. Okay. So let's be really specific because spirits are crazy literal. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I laugh. I say they were all potty trained too early. But, <laughs> you know, they're just so specific about everything. Um, so, okay. Is it in Bridget's best interest to start a business as a nanny? You know, that's, that's too general. What are you thinking? Are you thinking of doing it yourself, hiring nannies? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. No, not me doing it. Like having a service where I match people to um to nannies because i just know firsthand how hard it is to find a nanny (laughs) so i wanted to kind of be like the middle person between the nanny and the family okay so are you thinking like kind of like a um a headhunter service for nannies kind of a thing Uh, like a place service or would the nanny work for you well yeah like a placement like i would do placement no she wouldn't work for me she would work for like the family Okay, see why I'm asking these questions because we need to be really specific because that nanny service is like can encompass a bunch of different, different, um, you know, things. So, okay, is it in Bridget's best interest to start a nanny placement service to get nannies hired by families? What's the harsh thing comes in your head? Yes. I got a yes as well. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Is it in Bridget's best interest to um, run the service by herself? That question came to mind. What do you get on that? No. I got a no as well. So do you have somebody that you're thinking of, of uh, having as a partner or working with somebody? Um, no, I, I haven't. Well, maybe Musa, but <laughs> okay. I don't so, know. So, like, um. so here's here's a question, and this is from my businesswoman hat because I've started nine companies from scratch in five different industries. Um, is it in Bridget's best interest to bring in partners in her nanny placement business? What's the first thing you get? Yeah, no. I got to know as well. Is it in Bridget's best interest to get financing to help her start her nanny placement business? What do you get? Hmm. Well, first thing comes no, but I got to know as well. I got to know. I got to know too. Yeah. So I think, I think you're, you're on the right track, girl. It's because we're getting the same answers identically. So yeah, as you get into this, you know, call me or send me questions, and and we'll I'll do my best to help you get really specific with guidance on it. So, um, entrepreneurial life's a roller coaster, but it's lots of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Okay, all right. Thanks well, for calling. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Okay, let's see who we have next. I believe we have Kathy. Hi, Miss Kathy. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. I, I just wanted to. Um, I'm last week when I called in. If you remember, I had just visited my dad that day. Yeah. And had an amazing time one-on-one with him. 
And I think last week, I think when we talked, um, you said that you didn't think he was going to wait for my sister to get back from vacation. But here it is a week later, and he is still hanging on. And I'm just curious what he's hanging on for. Okay, so help everybody that didn't hear your call last week. First of all, where are you calling from? Uh, Clarksville, Ohio. Okay, and your dad is dying. Yeah, and, he's in the end and stages of dementia. He is. Okay. So, and when we talked last week, Kathy, I think what I got was he was in phase 11 and his spirit, help me remember, I believe it had entered the vortex above his head to help it disconnect from his body. Okay. And everybody that has no clue what we're talking about, again, go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, go to the 12 phases of transition tab, and you'll see graphics of all these different stages of, of what I call phases of transition as somebody's dying. And phase 11, what Kathy's dad was in last week is he's surrounded by angels, deceased loved ones, spirits of deceased pets, and there's a looks like a funnel cloud above his head, and it has an upward pull, and it's going to help his spirit disengage from his body, and then he'll be carried off to heaven by angels. So, Kathy, I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm going to connect to your dad, and, okay. um, and let me see what's going on. And your dad's name's Jack, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Heading to you. Got you. Okay. Going over to... Yeah, he's in the vortex. I mean, he's... But he's... It's interesting because his spirit's kind of being stretched. So do you remember... Some of us are old enough to remember. I don't know if you are, Kathy. Are you old enough to remember the show Gumby? (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. You know how Gumby could... Gumby was a character, everybody, who could stretch. He was made out of rubber or something. He was a cartoon character. And I, I, your dad reminds me of kind of the Gumby character, character being stretched. So let's ask him the three questions I always ask somebody when they're dying. Um, Jack, are you ready to go? No. He said yes last week, didn't he? I know. Yeah, he did. Okay. So Jack, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. He always tells us he's in pain. What do you need? My family. Okay. What in particular do you, he, he wants you all together with him. Can you guys make that happen? Yeah. Um, well, my sister is, is on vacation down in the Gulf. So when she gets back, we can probably make it happen. Um, okay. But I mean, it'll, it won't be, it may not be easy to make it happen because my sister's not really, well, she works and she's busy and she's not really that comfortable being there. But but I guess I can be assertive and tell her I, I think we should all be there at once. Okay. Well, in the meantime, let me, let me ask him again. Will you wait till, you, what's your sister's name, Kathy? Nancy. Will you wait till Nancy gets home from vacation? Okay, she's telling me yes now. Oh, okay. So, Last week it was, oh, yeah. 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 I've okay. worked with so many families over the years who have a loved one who's dying, Kathy, who, you know, say they just want the the family together and they hang on, hang on, hang on, and they get the family together and they're gone, you know, fairly shortly thereafter. Um, okay. One family in particular, I talk about actually in my book and like within 10 minutes of getting everybody together in the hospital, the, the mother died. So, wow. you know, it, they just, that's what he's asking for. And I, 
help me remember, but I think he's been asking for that for a long time, hadn't he? He wants you guys all there. Well, I don't remember the him asking for. I don't remember him asking for us all to be there at the same time. Maybe mm-hmm. he did, and I just am not remembering that. Okay. Um, well, or he may not have asked it specifically, but that's what he meant. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. it did actually. It did actually happen once or twice where okay. we were all there at the same time. Um, right. But that's been a while ago. Okay. All right. Well, okay, good luck. Well, thank you. Okay. Spend yeah. as much time you, with Julie. him as you can. Okay. Take yes, care. I will. Bye bye. Okay. Let's see who we got. Hi, Patty. Are you there? Patty, hello, hello. Hi. Okay. We're having some technical difficulties with Patty. Let's try Susie again. Susie, hi, are you with us? I guess I am. Thank you. Hi, there you are. Hi, hi Miss Susie. How are you? Um, good, thanks. I just uh, had a quick question for you as far as when you ask, is it in my best interest um, to do something? Um, okay. I, I did see a new foot doctor this week to find out why that um, hairline fracture I've had on my left foot for the past year and a half hasn't healed, and so he did an MRI today, but he was asking, he said maybe to do a bone growth stimulator or another cortisone shot, and I really I really don't want the cortisone shot, and I don't know what a bone growth stimulator is, and I see him Monday morning, so I thought I'd check with you before I, you know, go to him if you think, you know, either of those are in my best interest. Okay. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. All right. And you called in what last week or a couple weeks ago? And you have you had a hairline fracture in your foot, correct? Uh, yes, it hasn't healed. That the CT scan said it hadn't healed in like a year and a half. Okay. And so he's didn't MRI today. I don't know the results yet, but I see him Monday, and I really wanted to know what your thought before I saw him. And you know, I don't want to agree to. I don't even know what a bone growth stimulator is, but I. I thought I'd ask you if it's in my best interest, either, you know, cortisone shot again or the bone growth stimulator before he tells me what he okay, thinks so I should do. <laughs> let's ask them together, and then I've gotten two other suggestions that have come in while you were talking that I want to okay. throw out there. So is it in Thank Susie's you. best interest to um, use a bone growth stimulator to heal her foot? What's the first thing that comes in your head? I don't know because I literally have no idea what that is. Okay. All right. I get a yes. It doesn't matter whether you know or not. I get a yes. Oh, okay. So is it in Susie's best interest to get a cortisone shot in her foot? What do you get on that? Well, I I feel like I I know big time on my end, but I don't know what you think. (laughs) I got the same thing. I got a no big time. Yeah. No. But the two things that came in, Susie, were hyperbaric chambers did you have you talked to anybody about that or done any research on that? You know, I think you mentioned them, and I needed to go. You said something about yeah. oxygen. Yeah, um, hyperbaric. Yeah, hyperbaric oxygen. So, yeah. so do some research about that. The other thing is, they're having a lot of success. Orthopedic guys are, and you can research this. Um, ask the Google about ozone therapy. And what they do is they inject ozone into the joint or where the break is, and mm-hmm. it it helps the body heal. It's amazing. Wow. And I and I can't tell you all the chemical reactions mm-hmm. that happen because they don't they wouldn't make sense to me. They wouldn't make sense to you. I just know that they're having tremendous um, results with okay. ozone ozone therapy and hyperbaric 
oxygen chambers. So do your research before you go back okay. and see him on Monday. Okay. And if he's, right. he's not doing that, you know, certainly there are people in the Bay Area that are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much. So okay. You bet. Call. Okay. Thanks for Have calling. Have a great week. You thank too. You. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So with that, everybody, we are out of time. But what a fun show. Thank you to everybody who called in. And uh, please call in next week with your questions. Tell your friends. Have, the, have them call in. And I hope you have a terrific weekend and even better next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.